0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. These days, there's an app for everything, right? So how do you choose one that's right for your child, particularly if you're looking for something that will support their learning in the first year of school? Dr. Kate Highfield is a senior lecturer at the School of Arts, Social Sciences and Humanities at Swinburne University, and she researches technology and children and how we can embrace them both. Hi, Kate. How are you? Oh, I'm so well, Siobhan. Thanks for having me on. It's a pleasure. Now, listen, my daughter started school this year, and uh, she... She doesn't get much homework, but I often wonder if there's anything I could could possibly do at home to support what she's doing at school that would be fun as well. And we've previously spoken to you about these kinds of apps, so I thought you're the right person to talk to about this. Well, I I love that your school doesn't give much homework. That gives me such hope. (laughs) Um, For me, the
1: most important homework is play um, and, of course, reading a good book, those two things. But if we're talking about apps, we have to, first of all, think a little bit about how we learn. So let's jump into maths land. Let's think maths. And when you're a beginning learner in maths, we start out by looking at concrete materials and understanding things. So we count real-world objects, whether that means we're counting apples or counting uh, steps that we walk down or counting our fingers. We start with those real-world objects. And then we move into a stage where we're ready to see pictures or symbols of those objects, which is when you might count stickers on a page or count flowers in a picture. And then we move into abstract representations, which is where you might recognise and use numbers. Now, listeners, before you think, oh, my goodness, this academic such a nerd, (laughs) really important we get this idea of concrete, pictorial and abstract because it's really easy to jump into an app that's too hard, that's too abstract. And for our children in kindergarten, they could be anywhere in those stages. They might be a little bit concrete, a little bit symbolic, and a little bit abstract. So I wanted to share a couple of apps that could help us um, as we're moving in those, in those areas and as we're becoming more mathematical, if that's okay.
0: Oh, yeah. Tell me about them. Fantastic. Fantastic. Well, one of the tools we use a
1: lot in classrooms now to help children with counting and to help uh, understanding place value, which happens in kindergarten year one and year two, uh, are these special blocks called MAB blocks. And MAB blocks have ones, tens and hundreds. And I'm sure lots of uh, listeners are remembering those blocks. I personally, as a teacher, loved using them to build constructions with, but they're great for maths. (laughs) But as children are starting to get into that symbolic idea, then we need to look at other ways of representing those blocks rather than just playing with the real-world ones. And there's a brilliant app um, called Place Value MAB that helps children look at a virtual version of those MAB blocks. Um, I'll also put on the website a a version for Google Play if you're an Android phone user or tablet user. Both of these help children move between that... um, concrete where they're using real world materials into that symbolic stage
0: and can i ask with that i know i've seen some apps that support in particular learning how to read which we'll get Mm -hmm. to in a moment that are really fun for kids like they are the graphics are beautiful the way the kids can interact with it seems reasonably seamless is this um, app that you're talking about now is it fun as well
1: there are certainly fun components with it. And one of the things that I've found children playing in this l- environment love to do is they love to experiment with big numbers. So you, you might not have these blocks at home or you might have a limited number of them, but you can literally make n- enormous numbers just because they're virtual, because they're just on screen. There's an unlimited number of blocks in this space. Um, the kids' place value, which is the Google App Store version of the app, um, actually has a whole head of games to do with that as well. But if you want some more games, oh, I've got a few brilliant ones. <laughs> the on. two maths games I love, 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 which are for children who are sort of understanding numerals, which happens in kindergarten and a little bit towards year one. Uh, the two apps that I just love for that are Math Doodles uh, and Motion Math. So I'll tell you about motion math first of all. You've got these little fish and the fish have a number on their body and you have to feed the fish and you have to feed the fish the correct number. So let's say the fish says five, you would have to feed it a four and a one or a two and a three. And what's really fun is that as the fish eat the right amount of, of food, um, they get fatter. And the children love that. Um, it's, a, it's a games-based way of playing. Math Doodles is slightly more complicated, but again, it's a games-based um, app for, for maths, um, And it's, it's just beautiful in its illustrations and a really fun game to play with an older sibling or to play with your parents.
0: And are those those two that you mentioned there that is that more they're more for when the children have moved beyond that real physical understanding of maths?
1: Yeah, those two are for when children are just starting to understand numbers and they're getting into more of that um, representation of numbers as a five being the numeral five um, and understanding that a five can be made up in lots of different ways. So it's
0: moving into some
1: more advanced maths.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Dr Kate Highfield. She's a senior lecturer at the School of Arts, Social Sciences and Humanities at Swinburne University. We're talking about her favourite apps to support learning in the first year of school. Kate, you've just spoken about maths there and given us some good tips. What about learning how to read? Oh, gosh, learning how to read. There
1: are so many skills involved with that. Um, One of the best things that we have to, one of the biggest things we have to do is to decode what those little letter symbols mean. So to understand that a B says B. Um, And I've I've got a great app that I love with that, and it has a beautiful movable alphabet, um, which is really fun for children who are just starting to put letters together. Um, And it's by Montessori, um, and it's called Montessori Words and Phonics, Or if you're looking for the app version on the Apple App Store, it might be called Word Wizard. And it's the same app. They've both got this beautiful movable alphabet in them where you can start to build words. You can build real world words or build nonsense words. Um, And it's a great way to practice those decoding skills. For those of you who are already um, beyond the decoding stage, there are also some brilliant apps that allow children to be an author. Um, There's two in particular that I really love. One is called Book Creator, and we've talked about Book Creator before. um, But the other one is called WePublish. And both of these apps are designed so that children can become authors of their own content. You can add photos and text. Or with WePublish, you can print these teeny tiny little books just out of an A4 piece of paper.
0: Okay, I know it's something that's important for you when you look at apps that they're made in Australia or we get as much Australian content as we can. Are those books for literacy? Is it important that they're Australian made as well?
1: Oh, I'm so glad you brought this up. Particularly when we're looking at literacy apps, it's vital that we're re- re- we are reflecting our own accents. Now, not of all of your listeners are going to be Australian. So, if you speak with an English accent, that you need to look for apps. Uh, for apps with that UK accent, um, Book Creator and We Publish, both of them is going to be the child's voice that you listen to. Unfortunately, the Montessori one is a little bit more robotic, a bit more computer generated. Um, but it gives children the chance to actually hear the Australian alphabet spoken, and that's really important, given that so many apps come. From America, um, where we have, uh, and so the app has an American accent. So looking for Australian apps is just really important, especially when we're talking about letters and sounds.
0: What would you say to parents who might be worried about their child spending too long on the screen? So they're thinking, Okay, I want to support their learning, but, you know, they've been at school all day. I don't want to shove them in front of a screen. What would your response be?
1: I think that's a big
0: issue. And I do think we
1: have to put sensible limits on screen time. Um, Obviously, we have to think about what we're doing on screen, uh, but we also have to think about how much time we're spending on screen. And I, I love the idea of just setting a timer and saying to the children when we're starting to play, let's play this for 20 minutes and actually sticking to that 20 minutes. Um, it might be twenty minutes of co-play with you as a as a co-play partner, or it could be twenty minutes of play individually. Um, but really, putting some limits on there and and talking about why you're putting limits on, um, and and of course, as with all parenting, sticking to those limits.
0: And with regards to the these particular apps that are supporting learning, would you recommend to for parents to download them on their iPad if they have one as opposed or, or their larger mobile device as opposed to their phone.
1: Yeah. One of the things we're really keen on with tech play, a child can have more than one person playing at a time. So some devices, particularly small phones, will really only allow one child to play at a time. But if you've got two children or you'd like to co-play with your child, which is great for extending language, um, then the larger device is vital. So I I strongly recommend using a tablet, uh, particularly for children under the age of of 12, really.
0: (laughs) Well, Kate, thank you so much for your advice today. Oh, thanks so much for having me, Siobhan. Remember, of course, to all parents,
1: if they're worried about an app or they're not sure where their child's up to, to talk to their teacher.
0: Teachers are a font of knowledge in this this environment. That's Dr Kate Highfield. She's a senior lecturer at the School of Arts, Social Sciences and Humanities at Swinburne University. And we will put links up to all of those suggestions that Kate made on our website later this afternoon. Just head to kindling.com.au.